G'day there and welcome to another episode of the Christian Women in Business podcast show. It's so amazing to have you guys listening today. We have a beautiful lady joining us today all the way from the USA. Her biggest mission in business is to arise and shine, to believe that the glory of God um, to come upon her and that's in everything she does whether it be in the corporate world or in her missions and her favorite thing to do on the weekend is spending time with family and going to church so welcome to the podcast Rebecca Sharp. Thank you so much SJ it is a pleasure and an honor to be with you all today. So whereabouts are you calling us from in the USA just so people know where you are? Yes I am right outside of Detroit Michigan it's called West Bloomfield. And is it cold there or warm? It has been cold and rainy all day. So I was just chatting with a few friends saying, I look forward to when the weather is actually commensurate with the time of year because it's mid-May. <laughs> Normally it's warmer temperatures. So that's a prayer request. <laughs> oh, that's cute. That's cute. So can you tell us um, a little bit about yourself and then take us on the story of um, kind of the journey that God's um, taking you on to place you where you are today. Absolutely. Thank you so much. So I grew up in a Christian home. Uh, it wasn't necessarily the greatest environment, and I had to learn the difference of the two later in life. But there are many threads that point to a tapestry of God's love. For example, all of my female siblings have biblical names. So we have Sarah, Hannah, Leah, and of course myself, Rebecca. I later learned that my name means water carrier. And many of us know in scripture, water is often representative of the spirit. So as I pressed into the story of Rebecca as a servant in Genesis, I realized a lot more of my identity as a servant of God and um, a, a carrier of his Holy Spirit. And that has really shaped my life. It has helped me overcome um, experiencing a lot of loss and brokenness and dysfunction and various effects that addiction can have on a family unit. Um, I love the adage, those who put everything in God's hands will eventually see his hand in everything. And that has truly just echoed throughout my life because from coming from sort of a tough childhood to being able to excel in high school and in college, and now, you know, being working in corporate America, being an ordained minister, I can look back and recognize that God was certainly weaving it all together so that in his divinely appointed time, I could awaken to the gifts and talents that he had placed on the inside of me and recognize that it's not by my power, it's not by my might, but it is by his spirit that I would be empowered to do what may seem impossible with man, but has been possible through God. Um, that's fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing that. From your family perspective, and so you've grown up, what kind of journey has God taken you on in your career as well? So um, interestingly enough, I, I work for Ford Motor Company, which we'll get into a little bit later, and it's actually headquartered here uh, in Detroit, Michigan. And so I worked a few other jobs shortly after graduating college. And when I got the phone call um, after interviewing with Ford, and they, you know, they give you a list of 22 different um, regions within the U.S. that you can go. So I was imagining myself in a very thriving metropolitan city, because that's where a lot of my 
my counterparts um, moved to after uh, college. So like Los Angeles and Washington, D.C. and Miami, Florida, those were the places I really saw for myself. So when I got a call saying, hey, we want you to go to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, I thought to myself, what's in Pittsburgh? I knew nothing about the city. And so I honestly, and I laugh about it now, but transparently speaking, I was considering not taking the job with Ford Motor Company because I didn't like where they were going to send me. Thankfully, I have, you know, encouraging family and friends and even managers at Ford that reached out to me letting me know, hey, this is a global organization. You can go anywhere one day. But it was, I know now, looking back, that it was God who really ordered my steps to Pittsburgh because that is the city that I experienced transformation in every facet of my life, um, financially, mentally, physically, emotionally, and most importantly to me, spiritually. That is where I really encountered God and grew in my faith. And so I'm thankful that Ford Motor Company was the vehicle, pun intended, (laughs) that God used um, to get me to just experience a greater level of who he is. And now that I'm back in Michigan, uh, working at the headquarters, I'm even more aware that I am on divine assignment from the Lord. And I'm more convinced of that. And it it enables me to just operate with a lot more purpose in my days. Mm. So you've said that uh, one of your missions is to arise and shine. And you've taken that from a Bible verse. So how do you play that out every day now working at um, head office for Ford? Yeah, so basically, I just remember that it is bigger than me, and that my witness is far beyond the things that I, you know, profess with my mouth, but it's the way that I live my life. It is the the, the uh, mindset that I go into every day in the office, recognizing that I am um, a vessel for the Lord, for the living God. I know Jesus, and he's completely changed and transformed my life. And so whether it's in the way that I speak to a colleague or in my boldness to pray for somebody who might be sharing some of their story with me, or even the way that I just present myself, I recognize that all of those things are really helping me to be the hands and the feet of Jesus serving, you know, in a greater way. And so just remembering from that Bible verse that the glory of the Lord is upon me. And that verse continues to say, he has called us to raise the dead and heal the sick and um, set the captives free. And so just recognizing that we have purpose that dwells on the inside of us and wherever we show up, we have to show up knowing that the Holy Spirit is in us and has an assignment for us to fulfill. So it's just important to stay connected to that in all of our coming and going. Mm, Yeah, I think that's so important. Just recognizing that and daily acknowledging that, okay, the Holy Spirit's inside me and I have opportunity each day to tap into that and know that he's with me. So you you were telling me just before we went on the podcast that you have come to um, kind of a pivot now. So you're still working in 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 a corporation, but God's kind of taking you on a different path with some stuff that you're doing outside of your, your normal job. 
Yeah, thank you for um, for even segueing into that, SJ. So like I mentioned, recognizing that there is a purpose in everything that we do. And I think when I initially graduated, I was looking from college, I was looking to find my purpose in my job title, in my salary amount, or in the type of influence that I had in an organization. And it wasn't until I really encountered God and realized where my true identity and purpose came from that that I begin to say, okay, God, I see what the world identifies as successful, but I want to know what you say about my life, what you have for me to do and where you are leading and guiding me. And so through that kind of grappling with him in a loving, gentle, kind way, of course, um, I have just really been empowered, I feel, from him. It really is all him to now begin to kind of take this purposeful pivot and lean more into um, writing, you know, so I talked a little bit about my story and there's a lot more, you know, where that comes from, but just really owning my story and recognizing just like it says in Revelation 12, 11, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So looking to, you know, write a book, working on that actually right now, um, that talks about testimonies and that is just actually a collaboration or a consortium rather of a lot of different women's testimonies about how they overcame and how God brought breakthrough into their lives. So it's been really amazing collecting all of these stories, being able to share my own story within that and just seeing like the hand of God move so mightily in the lives of his daughters um, has been such a blessing to me. But so working on the book project, as well as working to really lean back into ministry and finding ways that I can serve the kingdom and that I can really advance the purpose and plan of God um, in the earth, which has been really exciting. We've kind of taken a little pause because, you know, of COVID and the pandemic that's happening yeah. right now. <laughs> um, but just, it's a renewed mind, right? And recognizing that, okay, this, my title in corporate America is one thing, but I know my purpose from God is a much higher thing. And so, so really clinging forth to that and God has really just moved um, in some pretty neat ways as I begin to lean into more who he has called me to be both on mm. and off the job. Mm. Yeah, that's so good. I'll have, hope your book goes really well. And it's always so inspiring to hear everyone's different stories and testimonies and um, just the way that God works. It's, it's awesome. And I don't know, I think this, uh, virus has been good for a lot of people um like you said you've had to stop but sometimes it's nice to stop and just uh reevaluate and um just stop <laughs> in general we're always so busy when do we ever have time to do that we yeah. know 7,000 yeah. miles per minute you know I know I was one of those women that was always doing a million things. You know, I was definitely more of a Martha yeah. than I was Mary, right? But now we get to be invited into this Mary season. And it's there have been some really divine uh, moments with the Lord throughout this pandemic. So I, too, am very grateful for the time. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So can you share with us next what five tips you have that you'd like to share with our audience? Yes, absolutely. So I was thinking about this, um, and the first scripture that came to mind is Colossians 3.23, which reads, whatever you do, work at it with all of your heart as working for the Lord and not for human masters. 
And what um, is interesting, because like I mentioned, I just recently left Pittsburgh after being Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, after being there for seven years. And I at first did not want to leave because I had just become so comfortable in Pittsburgh. But finally, after, you know, those gentle nudges from the Lord, um, I made the decision to be obedient. And the evening, um, my colleagues got together and threw me a little going away soiree, which was very, very kind. Um, But something that was so that really moved me is that when people got up and were you know sharing about their time with me and really wishing me well and sending me off nobody mentioned the metrics that I impacted the way that I implemented campaigns or even how my presence contributed to the bottom line everything that was stated was about how I made them feel and the warmth and light of my presence, how it made a difference in their lives. And I just had to, you know, stop and really take inventory and give thanks to God because I realized that was the evidence of the Holy Spirit at work in me. Mm. And, you know, for some of those individuals, my life or just the interactions that we had might be the only um, the only proximity that they have to a Bible. Right. But because I showed up and I allowed the God, the God in me really to show up, <laughs> um, I realized that I was able to impact that environment. And so while I did not always feel so fulfilled by that work, after that evening, I really felt that well done in my spirit. You know, like I had Mm. really completed the assignment that God gave for me. So I want to talk about, um, you know, just as I reflect on that experience, what was really helpful for me to show up in that way and make that type of impact um, on the lives of my colleagues and those who I interacted with. The first thing is that relationships are critical. I really learned and and it was very important to me to treat people with love and respect and kindness. And I recognize how that went a very long way. And there's all throughout scripture, you know, we are told to be humble and gentle and patient and loving. And, you know, I recognize those aren't just attributes on a page, but when we really allow ourselves to be moved by those things, um, it could be very, very impactful for those who are around us. Number two, show up with an excellent spirit and a humble heart. I recognize that when my heart was postured to serve, that I really showed up in my work and business environment different. Above just working and dutifully trying to complete a task, I saw it as a ministry and as an opportunity to really model this heavenly reality on the earth. So with Jesus as our example, he was he washed the feet of his disciples, really demonstrating to us that we're called to serve those who may even seem so subservient to us or who could even be over us like our bosses. But I think that heart of servitude really went a long way within my business environment. Number three, be curious. Um, Again, like I said, I didn't really always feel like this job was the intersection of my purpose and passion. But when I submitted it to God, he really allowed, he gave me like an unquenchable thirst and desire to learn new things and to really expand my horizons and give me greater definition um, of everything that I was doing on a daily basis. And so I learned in that, um, because um, it was uncharted territory a lot of times, that the 
Holy <laughs> Spirit really is the best business partner, you know, mm-hmm. and he will help and empower you uh, to just, yes, yeah, see things beyond what you can see within your natural eye and let go of some of our own expectations while the Lord is really leading us into a new dimension or a fresh revelation. So that was really neat, uh, learning to be curious. Number four, be courageous. And of course, um, whenever I speak of courage, it makes me think of Joshua, because even in the first chapter of that book, they talk a lot about being strong and of good courage. And courage is defined as the ability to do something that frightens someone. And I learned while I was on this job that sometimes we have to be willing to summon the deep wells of courage that are within us. And that's not always easy because courage is not typically our default setting. But for me, what it looked like within the workplace was being willing to be vulnerable with a trusted colleague or obeying the prompting of the Holy Spirit to pray for a friend on the job. Being willing to be like set apart and not engaging in certain behaviors or, you know, gossip or things that were going on because they didn't align with who I was as a a Christian and I wanted my convictions to lead me in all things. And it was not always easy standing for what was right, especially when it was not popular to do that. But um, I realized that the Lord was the one leading me through and giving me that courage so that I could be faithful to the assignment that he had placed on my life while I was in this atmosphere. So I learned that my willingness to obey God, even when it's a little awkward, painful, or a bit (laughs) scary, has the power to really, you know, touch others and be um, an example for other individuals. And my last one, um, number five, is don't be afraid to lean into the unknown. This is really where our faith, which is defined as the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of what we do not see, can really take on a new meaning in our lives. When we're no longer resisting or resting in comfort to familiarity, but launching into those deep places, this is where we can learn to be reliant on God to help us charter new paths. I mentioned earlier, SJ, that I really grappled with making the decision to leave Pittsburgh. I couldn't fathom letting go of my community and the influence that I had grown into and all of my connections. I'm like, what am I going to do without all of these people? But then I realized like when we're so comfortable, we can be clouded by that Mm. and not really able to discern whether where the Lord is really calling for us to be stretched and prompting us to take these pivots, to go into new territories and to grow in wisdom and favor. And so I'm just so grateful that the Lord, the Holy Spirit spoke to me about embracing the unknown and recognizing that growth really does occur outside of your comfort zone. And God, even in the four short months that I've been here in Detroit, Michigan, has really just already shown me some of the assignments that he has for me and the divine connections that he has for me and really just being able to lean even more into um, fusing my identities of working in corporate America, but also being this minister who loves Jesus and, you know, wants to evangelize and tell people about his goodness. He's really like charting that 
space for me to do that. And I just feel so honored and blessed to be a vessel. And I would have never known that if I would have stayed in what was comfortable uh, in my previous season. Mm, Yeah, I love all of those. Thank you so much for sharing. So just to quickly um, recap, we've got number one, relationships are crucial. um, And just remembering that as we're working, whether it be in a job or in a business, that uh, work for people and um, have relationships with people um, as if they are the Lord. And you are working for the Lord, you're not working for man or human, but it's just having that respect um, and that gentleness towards people. Number two, show up with excellence um, in your spirit and a humble heart um, with whoever it is that you're serving and no matter what position you are in. Uh, Three, be curious, learn new things and expand your horizons. I love that. Uh, Number four, be courageous um, and just, I guess, train, uh, as you put it, the ability to do something that frightens you. Train yourself to be okay with doing that, with trying new things and putting yourself out there. And uh, number five is don't be afraid to lean into the unknown um, and kind of leap off the cliff with God and know that it's in those moments that he'll carry you, that the adventure really begins. And um, I guess that it is that journey and the stories that you can tell uh, are from the moments when you do step off the cliff. Before this podcast, Rebecca, you asked me, or, you know, what was the the foundings and where did it come from that we created CWIB? Um, and a lot of that was literally we stepped off a cliff. <laughs> wow. That was it. Not a literal step off the cliff, but God, we kind of came up with this idea. Um, and we, at the time, there wasn't that many groups out for Christian women. And so we just took a leap of faith and God wow. really has taken care of the rest. We haven't had to do, I mean, we've had well, to do work and stuff, but he, he is, um, I guess the main driver and, um, keep, he's the promptings and the journey has been amazing. Um, and I love, of that. yeah, sorry, not, not to cut you off. I just love when we were talking, uh, prior to the podcast, you said it's God founded. And I'm like, wow, what would it be if we really just allowed the dreams that God gave us? We allowed him to, you know, push us off those cliffs, you know, of course he's there (laughs) with us, but to really allow him to found these dreams, you know, and really establish the things that he's placed within us in the earth. And I know there's all kinds of things that kind of come up against us when we're looking to do that, but thank you and to your team as well for just having the vision and having the faith to jump off that cliff because spaces like this are so important for women, you know, and business is defined. I mean, it could be ministry, marketplace, missions, you know, just your own life. We show up in so many different facets. And so I just really honor you all for making that leap. And I thank God for the fruit that he has allowed to be so evident from that decision you all made. Yeah, no worries. Um, I know that a lot of amazing and beautiful connections have been made through what we've created. So it makes all of the tough days worth it in the end. And anyway, so can you share with us next? How, I mean, you've, you've reached on this a little bit or touched on this a little bit, but how do you incorporate God into your everyday business? Um, you know, you're saying you want to show up humbly, you know, the biggest thing that, Uh, people took away when you had your leave and do was how you made them feel so what do you do each day for you to incorporate God into your your business and life 
Yeah, I mean, like you mentioned, it's kind of everything that I just stated. But I think <laughs> what is important for just for some more tangible things, and I've had to grow into this. So it's not like, oh yeah, one day I just decided to live this life of devotion and it was perfect. But I really <laughs> do, I am intentional about what I feed myself because I believe whatever you feed grows. And if I want to be, um, you know, a light in a dark place, or if I want the Holy Spirit to, to dwell in my temple, right, I recognize that I have to allow myself to be a resting place for God. And so I'm very intentional about waking up and, and spending time with the Lord, whether that be in a, in a devotional or just, you know, a few uh, scriptures to meditate on. When I was uh, commuting to work, I would always play my worship music or listen to a sermon, really just making sure that I had that time with God so that I was not pouring from an empty cup, but that I was literally just pouring from the overflow that I had already allowed myself to be filled up in. And I mean, you know, some days you don't feel like it because there could be a million things going on. But I've just noticed that when I prioritize my relationship with God and spending that time with him and just feeding myself with his word and with worship music and with prayer, those things really do empower me to show up in that way. And they remind me to just be sensitive and to be gentle and to be discerning and to not be easily angered or offended. And, you know, some of these things that show up constantly because, hey, let's be honest, these, sometimes our work atmospheres can be, feel like war zones. You know, there's a lot going on, but I just recognize that, and this is one of the scriptures I've been meditating on in Isaiah, you will keep in perfect peace all whose minds are stayed on you. And so those are some of the steps that I take to make sure my mind, my spirit, and my soul are stayed on God so that I can continue to be, you know, one of his representatives in the earth. Mm, yeah, that's really nice. Um, so you just mentioned a Bible verse there, but what's your Bible verse for this season and, and why? Yeah, um, so Psalm 91 has been a viable verse that I've really been mm -hmm. meditating on just because it's one that, you know, speaks about protection and speaks about the safety of God, which has been very uh, paramount for me in this season as we walk through this pandemic and so many people, you know, are losing their lives and being sick. So I've really been meditating um, on Psalm 91. The other uh, scripture that is like the bedrock for my ministry. It's Genesis 50, 20. And it's where Joseph is telling his brothers, you meant to harm me, but God intended this for my good and the saving of many lives. And I just love that because things come up in our lives that are meant to distract us or knock us off course, or maybe even, you know, rescind our belief in God. But God always means it for our good and not only for our good, but also so that we can be empowered to really help and serve and empower others so that their lives may be saved as well. So it goes back to something you know I said earlier in the conversation that it's always bigger than us. And when we can kind of move ourselves out of the way, of course, God is concerned about us. You know, of course, he's mindful of us. But when we can move ourselves out of the way and recognize how God is trying to move through us to mm. impact other people um, it just gives your life and and everything you've ever been through so much more meaning and purpose and it's also very rewarding to see God just move through you and really impact other individuals mm, yeah that's lovely um Psalm 91 is probably one of my favorite verses too 
Um, it's such a beautiful verse. And thank you so much for sharing. Um, so can you share with us now where our listeners can find you? And do you have a name for your book yet? Or is it still just in the drafting stages? Yeah, so it's still in the drafting stages. Um, we, I'm working with a woman who I host a weekly prayer line with. And it's funny because at first we were like, well, we should document like all of the, you know, miraculous moments of the millennials, right? Because we're like, oh, look at that alliteration um, that are on this line, you know, because we've just seen God, like, again, be so faithful, right? To prayer requests, both large and small. But then as we really begin to go on this journey, it just kind of begin to unfold that God really wanted us to highlight even more stories, you know, so that we could, especially at a time like this, remind people of his faithfulness, of his goodness, to really encourage people to to get back to a life of devotion and of prayer and to just see how powerful uh, prayer really is. So that's a long answer to say, no, we don't have a title yet. (laughs) (laughs) We are getting a lot of really amazing stories. And so if you do follow me, um, on Facebook, Rebecca A. Sharp. Um, and my name is spelled the biblical way, R-E-B-E-K-A-H. And my last name is S-H-A-R-P-E. Um, we can certainly, you know, keep you up to date on when that project comes to completion. And we hope to collect even more stories and testimonies from people all over the world to hear about, you know, the way God has moved in their lives and to just celebrate his faithfulness in our lives. So we will put um, links to Facebook and to Instagram so you can go and follow uh, Rebecca and find out when that book launch is happening. Um, It's been such a pleasure to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for sharing your story. And um, I hear this is a little bit kind of on the sideline now that all of the car manufacturers, or a lot of the car manufacturers are actually all moving up to Detroit again. Like, is that true? So Ford's there again now. Um, Oh, really? No, I haven't heard because we've got plants all over the world. And from what I know, our, I, our plants are, you know, some of them have been shut down, but many are reopening just based on what's going on in that part of the world. So mm. I'm not certain about everything coming back here, but we do have several plants here now. And actually, as of today, many of them begin to reopen. Um, so, you know, it's... it's yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. Cool. That's just, I wanted to just um, speak on something or ask you a question, really, because I know for CWB, one of the edicts is that it's grace over grind. Grace over grind, it's all about God. Mm -hmm. Can you just speak to that? I I loved that, and it really resonated with me. Oh, I can't remember even where we saw that. I have a feeling it was on Instagram, and it was years ago, just when we were starting out, and we were just like, oh, my gosh, yes. And for us, it really is um, entering into that space of grace in God. So when you go out in business, obviously there's a lot of stresses involved um, from bringing in cash to keeping up with your marketing to angry customers, all the different stuff that you um, get used to, (laughs) which is weird as a business owner. But it's learning to tackle those things and doing business from a place of grace and not grind. So it's um, coming back to knowing that you don't have to do 16 hours work a day. You don't have to work seven days a week. Like you can uh, do that, do your business from a place of rest, knowing that God's got you. And it's okay to, I guess, 
work normal hours in that as an hourly perspective it's okay that stuff happens and stuff is going to happen but i'm going to approach it from a place of grace and resting in god not from a worldly perspective because we can't see things in the spirit well some of us can um that what god is doing uh, but yeah. we can enter his grace and stay in that and stay in his presence and it links back a kind of to psalms 91 knowing that you know you're in the shadow of god's wings that he camouflages you as well when you're in that space um and just doing business in you could do business thinking that everything's hard or you can do business by going god's got everything i'm okay with that i'm gonna let go of that control and i'm gonna trust so it's kind of two different perspectives so that's how we see grace over grind and um it's what we teach uh, and kind of influence within our community as well in the membership that you, we have. And like you've mentioned, we've got the Holy Spirit inside us. Uh, we can walk with the Holy Spirit in every aspect in our business. And by staying in that place of grace, business is so much better. <laughs> Amen to that. That is so good. And it really just reminds me of the verse in Second Corinthians that tells us like, his grace truly is sufficient. So mm-hmm. in all of our areas of weakness, that is like where his strength is mm-hmm. perfected, you mm-hmm. know? So we can boast about our weaknesses and about our frustrations and about our stressors because that's when God can really show up and allow his strength to be perfected in our lives. So I just love that message. I think it is so empowering and just something to really etch in the chambers of our hearts as we're going forward in the business world. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much um, for coming on. Thank you for asking me a question too. It's not very often I get answered. Que- I get asked questions uh, when I'm running the podcast. So um, I appreciate you asking and um, just sharing all the love that you have to share with the world. I know that our listeners are going to be blessed and um, we really do wish you all the best for the, the book that you're writing and that God will just use it in more unimaginable ways than you can think of. Amen. I received that. Thank you so much, SJ. And God bless everyone that is listening today. I pray that the Lord would just bless you and keep you, that he'd be gracious to you, lift the light of his countenance unto you and give you and your family peace. Mm. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Well, you're listening to the Christian Women in Business podcast show, and we'll catch you next time. Bye for now. The Christian Women in Business podcast is sponsored by Performance PA, virtual business assistant. Virtual PA lets you focus on what you do best in your business, and you can let Performance PA take care of the rest.